On today's episode of Game and Watch It, we talk about moms. Do you guys think we should use that as our intro instead of like recording a new one? Nah, I still like the old one. I kind of like the energy we get of the. Nah, well, once we have a new one, we'll discuss it. Okay, well, stay tuned for our new introduction. Polly and his friend Joe are working on it. Okay, we're gonna start the episode for real now. This is this is it, Polly. I'm Rusty, your host. Objection. And to my left is Polly. Hi. And to my right is Arzy. Alley Hoopering. Today is a very special episode because Game and Watch It is on vacation. Woo! That's why we're gonna sound like shit. Yeah, if you guys have been paying any attention to our Facebook page, I did mention this about three days ago. If you guys want any updates on what we're doing, again, if there's going to be any delays or anything like that, we will post it to Facebook. So uh, follow us and we will keep going. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in on this uh, episode. We are currently in Alberta, Canada. Yeah, we were in BC. We were in uh, Vancouver, then and, Whistler. Yeah, then we went to Whistler. Yeah, now we're in Banff. After a 10, 11, 12 hour, 18 million hour 13 drive. hours. Almost like 13 hours plus like five minutes. Oh God. That but we did get insane. stuck in a traffic jam. The road was closed from 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock. And we got there about like 4.20. Yeah. Yeah. And we busted out our switches. Well, let's yeah. talk about this when we're talking about our first segment. So let's... Uh... Let's segue into our first segment. So we, we were stuck in a we were stuck in a roadblock for two to five it. hours. Such professionalism from Game and Watch It. So we had about a forty minute lull in our uh, in our traffic jam. So we busted out two switches. Yeah, popped, started, them, popped them right on the hoods of the uh, the cars that we were driving. Yeah, and... check out our Facebook page for uh, some funny pics. Yeah, and then we had a Mario Kart Eight Deluxe tournament. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, everybody kind of kept their word on that. Rusty and RZ both bought it, and I'm kind of waiting back. And I won. And I won all of them. I won all the races. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, um, what do you get? What have you guys been playing? Oh, well, I finally received my Switch back after my 50 day odyssey of getting it repaired for the. Uh, we're on vacation. Just open it, man. Ah, fine. Yeah. Beer, ah, beer, beer. Yeah, pass me one of those cans over here. <laughs> and, uh... Anywho... Gulp, 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 gulp. Anywho, yeah. So, finally got my Switch back. Been uh, polishing up some of uh, the, all the shrines in uh, Breath of the Wild. Also been playing some Mario Kart. I'm having a hard time binging Mario Kart the same way I did when I first got it. Well, it's sure. Just... We put, like, 100 hours yeah, in the first time we yeah. played it. Well, this you, is ex- you, yeah, you put, you probably put way all over that. Yeah, this or is exactly least... this is exactly what I was worried about. It, it's the whole thing of, like, I pumped, in, I pumped in so many hours into this game, it's not going to feel the same right. You know what? I don't through. regret it because of the flexibility of play, the different modes, the pick-up-and-play, the fact that we were able to just, like, scrabble a four-player mode, whether we're using the dock, whether we're uh, daisy-chaining systems together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It worked very well. Yeah, we're on vacation right now with uh, non-gamers, and they're always saying, let's go back to the room and play Mario Kart. So Mario Kart on the Switch is a great idea. Um, Maybe for our hardcore fans who already put a lot of hours into it, maybe you might have some uh, regret in purchasing it, but, but not me and not RZ. But Polly. Yeah, well, I that, didn't buy it, so I have no regret. Well, you'll buy it eventually. Yeah, when it goes down to like $35. When, when do Nintendo games go on sale? When they become selects. 
Which takes like three to four years. I don't Maybe care. I'll wait. I will wait. There's not even wait. the point of getting it after that point. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, Mario Kart 9 will be out. Yeah. But I have been getting a lot of use out of my Switch, though, recently. I mean, I know all three of us bought, brought them with us. I got a bunch of use on the plane, on the car rides around, just kind of lounging around the countless areas we've been staying in. But one game has been standing out to me recently. Zelda. Of course, always. <laughs> and actually, to be fair, I did also get all 120 shrines and what? the special gift that you get with that, which you saw earlier on today, and don't spoil it for people. Oh my god, that you showed me the gift? You didn't tell me that that was a spoiler? <laughs> I didn't even know you get anything, so I'm excited to find out what that is. Yeah, oh, you do get fuck. something, and I actually was very, very happy with it. Because I'm at like 105 right now? That's, it's going to be the longest stretch, because tra- yeah. just traversing that world to try and find the rest of them, well, I, I just know. went all, to like, all, like a... the dragon scale ones are such a pain in the dick. Oh, they are, and so it's going to get worse. If you got like two left, and you can't find them on the map, if you're not looking them up on Google, then you're going to have a bad time. Yeah, just look them up. Don't, like, as soon as a game stops being fun, stop. That is my mentality. Like, if you want to finish it, fine, I get it. And also, I run with this whole idea that, fine, if you find out where the shrines are, that's one thing. Do not find out how to beat the shrine. You know what I mean? Like, you're ruining the puzzle oh, for yourself. Instead oh, of just yeah, that's, that's just, that, that's ridiculous. It's one thing if it's like, like, there's one particular shrine where I kind of knew where it was, but it's behind like a blastable wall that I it was in a corner that I just didn't happen to search. Yeah, exactly. Those ones I don't feel bad about looking up being like, okay, I know it's here somewhere. I figured out the trick, but I just can't seem to see it. Yeah. And those are like the the kind of facepalm ones. Like, okay, like that. Like I made this way harder for myself. But if you're gonna look up a, a walkthrough on how to actually solve a shrine, then you're doing it wrong. Unless yeah. you unless you you tried everything and you, you can't solve it yourself. Of course. Then that's that's fine too. Yeah. Mind you, getting back to my original point, there is another game that I bought specifically for this trip. Just knowing that we were going to have a lot of downtime on the the car rides, the planes, and everything. (laughs) Exactly. The remake of Wonder Boy 3. Mind you, I can't remember what the company is called who who remade it, but my god, that game aesthetically is stunning. The 2D hand-drawn art is fucking phenomenal. It's done like sketch style. So you can see some of the lines that they've they've used for like the borders and they're a little offshooty, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But they look amazing. The game is very old school oriented. It's kind of Metroidvania-esque where you have oh, a gigantic world. Why? Because you want it to just be Metroid-esque? Well, ideally, yes, because Castlevania started off, started off as a stage-to-stage game. And then it wasn't until it got to PlayStation where it copied Metroid and you utilized the Metroid system. I totally agree, but that'll be for another day because I want to talk about Wonder Boy. Uh, it is an amazing game. Essentially, the idea behind it is you play a knight and that knight is magically changed into many different animals by certain bosses. So every time you beat a boss, you become a different animal that has different attacks, different abilities, and will let you access certain areas and do different things within the world that you've already explored. I'm having a shit ton of fun with it. I absolutely love it to death right now. And this is a remake of a... Sega Genesis game, I believe? Oh, Wonder really? Boy 3. Okay, I thought it was just a port. It, it doesn't it, look it was, like... No, no, it, it, might have been, like... it might have been Sega Master System. Yeah, it could be one Sega of the two. Master System. I know it was a Sega System, though, for yeah. sure. It and had to have been really, that or a Turbo Graphics. It's got a really cool feature where with a, with a press of a button, you could, like, in real time switch 
to uh to old school 8-bit graphics and the new hand-drawn style. Not the first of its kind, though, if you can believe it. The remaster of Day of the Tentacle, which I know I spoke about maybe like five, six, ten episodes ago, whatever the hell yeah. it was, had the same feature. You hit a button on the controller, it goes right back to the original PC version. And with all the sounds and bloops and bleeps and whatever. And then you hit it again and right back to the remaster with the orchestral type sound and everything. It is absolutely incredible. If you get a chance, I believe it's about $20 roughly USD. But it's worth the money so far. I've already plugged in somewhere close to about five, six hours into this game. That's expensive. DuckTales, a better game, was only $50. Yeah, but... eh. Oh, but if DuckTales had that that uh, switch back to 8-bit style, that'd be awesome. It would be, yeah. absolutely. But, I mean, they got to make their money. They're a small-time company. It's not way forward and Capcom doing their stuff and doing this for the sake of, like, you know, um, nostalgia or anything like that. To me, this is really bringing this uh, completely underrated and completely overlooked series yeah. to, the front, uh, to the forefront. And this could bring up a potential for a new Wonder Boy from this company as well because I believe they also bought the rights. Oh, yeah, for sure. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I'd like to see where they go. Yeah, but Rusty, what have you been yeah, playing, Yeah, have you been man? playing anything other than Zelda and Mario Kart? No, I'm still... I'm only on the second dungeon in Zelda. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> how long have you owned this game for? I didn't have the game for 50 days, and then I'm still, like, <laughs> leagues ahead of you. I don't know. I got a new boyfriend. Like, I've spent a lot of time with him. I got, like, I got stuff going on in no, my life. I mean, I get I it. love Zelda. It's not like, it's not, I'm not losing interest in the game. There's a big difference when you well, stop you, playing the game. I think the, the problem is you don't love Zelda enough. Sorry, I guess I don't love Zelda <laughs> enough. Except, except for Spirit Tracks. Except for Spirit Tracks. I love yeah. Spirit Tracks. I we, love all Zelda oh. games. This is one of my favorite Zelda games of all time. I'm just, I'm still playing it. Just, I'm, 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 I'm sipping it slowly and enjoying this beautiful glass of wine, bottle of wine case of wine it's a metaphorically yes yeah. yeah you guys binged it which is fine just don't don't what judge do you mean me binged it you can't binge something over a fucking like month and a half i'm still playing this game but you you beat it a long time ago it's been two months and yeah accidentally i beat it but i beat ganon for the first time two days ago oh really it was that long no 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 i mean not the first time i beat him before but only with like two divine beasts as oh, i was okay. mentioning before oh yeah when you beat him by accident exactly <laughs> Exactly, well, but guys, I mean, I beat game, him with the secret ending this now. Isn't, and this like, isn't a race to beat the game. I'm enjoying the game. I'm playing it at my leisure. Uh, okay, let's go back to like our friendship here and something the, the listeners don't necessarily know about. But we have this uh, system called the hero system, <laughs> where whenever somebody beats the game first, they become the hero of said game. And ours got believe... like a, like a, like, a, like a two months ago. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I beat yeah, it. Sure. I beat it two days before I sent it out for repair, and that was uh, like five <laughs> days ago. So you can't say this isn't this isn't a race because it is blatantly a race between us three. Well, I, it wasn't a race for me. Well, I didn't do it for a race. I did because I wanted to beat the game before I sent it out repair, and thank fucking god I did. Yeah, good call. Very, and you got very your save data back, right? Yes. Yeah, that's nice. I got it, and I got Mario Kart comped. Oh that's yeah, nice. that's yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Fucking digital. Oh, you got the digital. Yeah, version. I got the digital. Well, yeah, they're not going to send me a hard cover. Yeah, they, never, they never yeah. do. Yeah. But that's you, it, Giselda? Gotta be real. And Mario Kart. Like, the, this trip has really made me appreciate Mario Kart 8 again. I got it, and yeah. I played it with, with um, a couple of my, my family members, a couple of my friends at Starbucks. That was kind of cool. But being on vacation has really drove the point home of how awesome 
the Nintendo Switches. Which yeah. is an excellent segue into our first segment. So you know what? I'm going to take over. I'm hosting this show. <laughs> <laughs> this is ours. We all get a turn. Get a turn. <laughs> I just segued for you. I know, but I Say took it. thank you. No, no, no. He had to aggressively take over. It was a hostile takeover. I was going to do a hard turn, but I just... I just I'll say I'm sorry, but I'm not taking off my glasses. <laughs> So, so let's just talk about, and I know this is a little bit past due, but the Switch on the go, or just gaming on the go in yeah. general, the Switch, uh, to me, has absolutely revolutionized the format in terms of the flexibility, what you're capable of doing, how you're capable of playing it. Oh, um, yeah. I, well, I must say for a, like, um, a system of its caliber, that three-hour battery life is substantial for the yeah. quality of gaming you're having, for one. Um, and even with me, I had like a $32... Um, uh, uh, power core, and through that I was able to get my Switch going for maybe 11 of 13 hours during our entire long trek on the way over here. Yeah, absolutely. And that is fucking impressive. No, no, it is absolutely incredible. I've been saying it since day one after I purchased it. I saw the potential right away. Being on a flight, having that thing with you, being on that 10, 13 hour drive, the amount of fucking hours I plugged into that Switch on yeah. that time, it was amazing. It, it, it really, if you want to game on the go, this is the system to have because you have that aspect of it. And then, I mean, I brought my dock with me. I have it plugged into the TV over here in Banff right now. This is incredible. I just flip one to the other. Boom. I'm playing on the TV on the couch. But back to the battery life. Like, even the 3DS had three hours of battery life. The Vita has three hours of battery life. Yeah, but the 3DS Most was portable heavily systems, criticized, Like, we're used though. to three hours. And, like, play sessions... Usually don't go over that. I know for me personally, my my Wii U tablet, I never lost my battery on that thing. It's that's my my play sessions are super short. It's rare. It is rare. But when you are on, let's say, a four hour flight and the thing's gonna last three hours, then you will run through the battery. But everybody quick, has an right? external battery these days. Yeah. No. No. I got you on that. And you're right. I mean, I can only really think of one time in recent memory where I played more than three hours, and that's. The time that I beat Killzone 2 in one shot in one day. That's impressive. I woke up at noon and finished it at around 9.30 and then got up, got dressed, took a shower and went out. It was uh, it was a hefty day. But yeah, in terms of the battery, like the point I'm making is for a system of that horsepower. Just to think for a 3DS, and we all kind of know the lackluster graphical properties of the 3DS. Of course. Of the yeah, pointy it's jags, it's like... Yeah. You know, Ugh. somewhere in between Nintendo 64 and GameCube. Well, it did come out like seven years ago. Yeah. Did it? Like something like that? No, but... no, it was, it was about that. Yeah, yeah. probably 2010. But the battery life is kind of subpar. Like I would expect a, a dedicated handheld to be somewhere higher than the three hour mark. And I know, like you mentioned, you've never run out of batteries on the Wii U surfboard. That happens to me chronically. Like, yeah. That, that's... Uh, Same. I can't count the amount of times where I've had to sort of move a chair next to where the dock is and just hardwire it in because I don't feel like moving the AC adapter. Remember those uh, pics of like people on Reddit bringing their Wii U's on the airplane and plugging their system in? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to say, with the 3DS, it was highly criticized at the time mm -hmm. for having it was, particularly yeah, right. terrible battery life. Well, so, it, I mean, and to... To that point, it was because of the 3D capabilities. Once you turn that off, you got like a six, five to six hour battery life. Yeah, well, and you're right about that, but also the Vita. I mean, if you're going to think about that in just a battery frame of mind, yeah, right? That only came out, what, a year or two after the 3DS, and it blew it out of the water with way more processing power. Oh, yeah, that like that, that system is impressive on its own, the Vita. How oh, it's amazing. How powerful it was. 
Like, it's basically a Switch without detachable controllers, you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. It's... No, no, and I completely agree. I, I would use my Vita more if it wasn't for the fact that I just couldn't really take it anywhere. You need a proper case for it. And I want something but you that need a size case to for the switch. To yeah, the I want, thing. I want something it's not that shell. I want something that size, it, which can fit in my pocket. I, I mean, look, the Vita's smaller than the Switch. I don't understand. Well, that's yeah. what I'm, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Something that size. So the mm. Vita, I still consider something along the lines of like the 3DS or the DS or whatever around that vein. It is a little bit bigger, of course. But the one thing that got me was the thumbsticks, mm. and I've always wanted something like that on an on a handheld. And then I got my comeuppance right away when I realized that I can't shove it into my pocket with those yeah. thumbsticks there. Well, that's why the, they had, like, the, the slider pads on yeah. portable systems. Yeah. Because that's the proper way to do yeah, it. Yeah, it reduces and, the profile. And yeah. also, I mean, to counteract that argument about the, about the Switch, at least you have the ability to play the Switch at home. Which I do do for a solid 80% of the time that I'm playing it. Unless we're in a situation like this where we're on vacation. Mm-hmm. The Vita... I mean, fine, they came out with the PlayStation TV afterwards, and there was a whole, you know, uh, a whole controversy with that as well, with how it played and what games you could play on it, what you couldn't, and so on and so forth. To me, it was just, it's a portable system, but I needed to play it at home, and it completely turned me off of the experience for that. Mm. Yeah. So, screw the Vita. <laughs> yeah, you can't even take the controllers off the system. Guys, shut up. Daniel Controls in the other room. (laughs) Sorry, Mr. Beanie Corky Hole. (laughs) But let's talk about the um, construction incident. So as we're driving up, what was that? What was that? The nine? Was that the one? Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Highway ninety nine. Was the ninety one? Ninety nine or the one? It's Highway ninety nine, but it's Trans Canada one. Okay, so yeah, we're on the Trans Canada, and there's some construction five kilometers out, and traffic stops entirely. Everybody's going out, taking pictures, taking a piss, what have you. So we set up two of our switches. It could have been three, but somebody's too chintzy to get Mario Kart. Tee-hee. Prop them up on the hood of one of the rental cars and have an impromptu Mario Kart tournament. And Rusty right destroyed there. everybody. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only time during the whole trip that he destroyed everybody. I always win at Mario Kart 8. No, you don't. It's my game, man. I beat you this trip in Whistler. When? When we played in That's Whistler. That's it. Let's do it now. <laughs> That's it. Another bet. What are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. Let's have a bet here. I want to see a bet. All right. What are we doing? What are the what are the, what are the uh, <laughs> stipulations here? What are the stipulations? Mm. RZ. Oh, ooh. leave it up to the coordinator. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, let me cook up something about this. Let me let me put this on the back burner. But let let's talk about how fun it was to be able to set up that thing on the go like that. For for information on the bet, please refer to our Facebook page because I'm sure that's going to go up there in probably about an hour after us recording yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, it was a blast. We, we 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 set up the systems on the hood of a car, got our, our controllers. Uh, it's kind of weird that you can't use uh, two Joy-Cons as one player. Yeah, you, that was the one restriction yes. that I did not see coming. It's weird because I went to Starbucks with Dave, and we played split screen on the Switch, and, and I had two Joy-Cons, and he had a Pro Controller. Yep. So I was really surprised when we were playing... Um, what's it called when you get two systems? Well, ad hoc. Ad, when, link yeah. play. Link, it looks like yeah, uh, local link play. Yeah. Yeah, when we were with link play, I was, I was super surprised to see that you couldn't use two Joy-Cons. But then I was playing with one Joy-Con, and it was actually really comfortable, and yeah. I, I still kicked everyone's ass with it. it. You know what? It is a very comfortable system. I, I, there's one thing I realized when I was playing Shovel Knight earlier on is that when I was playing with both Joy-Cons in hand as one controller... Getting down to the D-pad is actually very awkward. So you just pull the Joy-Con a little up on your left oh, hand Oh, no, stick, no. I, I tried like, it. It's still weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, you, you know could, what I mean? You could move the Joy-Con, uh, joystick out? 
No, no, just no, instead no. of like holding the Joy-Con in your hand, slightly get the Joy-Con and literally move it up on your hand so your yeah. thumb is lying on the buttons instead of the Joy-Con. Yeah, see, for joystick. me, I find that I can play with the minus Joy-Con, but the plus Joy-Con with the uh, with the button with the um, actual like joystick offset like that, I find it so much harder to play with that one. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I see where you're coming from because it's more towards the it's, center. It's the than positioner, maybe it's just because of how long my fingers are. But yeah. um, I find it's very, very like I can sort of retract in for the thumbstick, but for the actual buttons itself, I have a hard time getting to it when it's too close to the base of my thumb. Yeah, okay, I see where you're coming from. Um, but the controller grip or what, what we call them, the hand oh. straps, those are those oh are actually a very nice addition. They the strap ons, so, yeah. They, so if yes, there's the strap ons, of if course. <laughs> if there's any confusion to our listeners, he means those little pieces those little plastic pieces that slide into the top of the joy cons to give you a little more room to work with and also a bigger l and r button if you're playing with just one side what are they officially called i honestly can't remember they're not called strap-ons no they're not called strap-ons called vibrators maybe dildos (laughs) dildons hitachis Oh, oh, the so many dongles. But I feel like I'm having another issue with like we had with the Wii, where you got like the Wii, the Wii Motion Plus, plus the the wrist straps, all the stuff. Being on vacation, we have so many accessories, and it's it's like still they still haven't even made more accessories. I'm sure they will, but just like baseline, we have so many like doodads and dongles and joysticks and controllers. (laughs) And not to not to segue too far, but with the announcement of the new controllers, we already knew about the neon yellow. Yes, but now the announcement of the Splatoon uh, fluorescent pink, fluorescent green offsetting. Yeah, and as foretold, our first uh, intro into the Pro Controller alternate colors. The Splatoon neon pink and neon green pro controller, which I gotta uh, say is kind of fugly. I don't know. I really like the green one. I really want it so bad. Like, maybe if it was the whole controller, but the fact that the vast majority of the controller is black, it almost feels like the actual, like, hand grips are just kind of stapled on to me. Yeah, I don't know. Like I dealt with that with the PS4, though. I'd like you know to what see I mean? the... Number one, the, the transparent plastic on the pro controller is what Nintendo used to color. Back in the day. On your Game Boys, we had the, the mm. clear purple plastic. Yeah. Like, I want that stuff colored. The grip yeah. is like, it's so cool. However, on that controller, they did have, on the black part of that controller, they had splat designs. Oh, really? On I didn't it. Yeah, so that. they have unique designs on the black. But okay. at the end of the day, That's it still nice looks touch, like. At least. Yeah. But I, I'm in love with, like, honestly, I want all the Joy Cons. I want yeah. the, the, the lime green, the lime green ones, the, the green ones from Splatoon, the pink ones. We got black, we got blue, we got red. Yeah, you got a problem, yeah. man. Yeah, no, no, no. That's me with the Joy-Cons. They and not the Joy-Cons, me, but the Pro Controller. They remind me of, like, faceplates for your Nintendo... A new yeah. Nintendo 3DS. Except inside, instead of buying the faceplate, you got to buy a new 3DS for yeah, it that's like, a, like that's It's like a $75 cost difference, right? There. Yeah, exactly. To me, it's not worth it for that. Well, Mind if we you, get the yellow ones, it's like a hundred. It's like $100. So it's only like 50 bucks. We could split it. We all we don't need like two yellow ones. I love ones. how, you know, just a few episodes ago, we were talking about how expensive the controllers are. <laughs> and now Rusty's making a comment. Oh, if you split it in between two people, it's only $50 a head. <laughs> I, need, I need to get my fix. How quickly we become acclimatized to this new reality. Well, especially Rusty, aka Mr. Nintendo fanboy himself. Oh my god, get over that. It's such an easy thing to go to. Shut up. Well, that's because we've been saying it for Don't like 15 me, years Don't now. Don't stop contriving me. <laughs> 
<laughs> so dynamic. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, what is this beer? This flavor of this beer is so dynamic. We, oh, <laughs> so, for for the record, Rusty has been calling everything dynamic this weekend for some reason. Yeah, we went, a, we went on a brewery tour and, and we also, had so yeah. many beers and they were just so dynamic. But and also him okay. accusing me of contriving him, which is not even a word. Yeah, exactly. Stop contriving me, bro. <laughs> so, we are drinking uh, Bow Valley Lager from, I believe, Alberta. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, brewed in Calgary. Oh, yeah, Rusty's sick. So all right. we're all within, like, a foot of each other, and I'm very concerned. So I think this is a good time for a break. Brought to you by Bow Valley Lager. Beer, 355 milliliters and 5% alcohol by volume. Made from water, I guess. Drink responsibly. If you're in Canada, most of the time it's 19 plus. For everywhere else, it's 21 plus. Before we go to break, let's finish some news conversation. Um, news conversation. Um... Sonic, why don't you shut the hell up? Because I'm running this bitch, and we're gonna break. Ah! Ah! And break. back to Game & Watch. You just heard the soothing sounds of Dolphin Shoals from Mario Kart 8, which was the best song choice ever made because it was picked by me, Arzy. I'm running this shit um, <laughs> on our vacation episode. But we also have another special guest joining us for the second half. New person! Yay! Mr. Beanie Quirky Hole Corkman Corkman Hole. How do you do? Uh, glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. And so... We wanted to discuss, I know it's a little, little bit late for Mother's Day, but we just wanted to discuss memorable mothers amongst video games, positive and negative, of which there are many. And let's just fire right into it, Mr. Beanie Corky Hole. Uh, why don't you fire the first one out of the gate? Oh, sure. Uh, okay, well, I guess before we get into my specific, I wanted to talk first about RPG mothers. Ah, oh, so okay. I wanted to talk about how um, we'll do like a sub segment. Like yeah, this. yeah, sub segment like a generic. So just off the top of my head, Chrono Trigger. Mm. Um, like just memory memories of RPG mothers for me. Biggest standouts were uh, Chrono Trigger, that opening scene. Oh, when she um, opens opens a blind right? your room when you're sleeping. Wake up in the village. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, when you wake up in the village, that opening scene. Um, and just RPG mothers in general always feel like, um, especially old school RPGs, always started with the main character going on some sort of life changing adventure and yeah. waking up from a bed, right? And, and waking up from a there, bed, yeah. and mother being like always the last person. Even if I didn't have to, even if the mission didn't say go home first before you leave, I would always stop off at home and talk to my mom. Yeah, because yeah. there was always a good chance either your mom would give you like five hundred gil or like a potion <laughs> yeah. or something, or a potion, or just some sort of like a sending off message. Like some sort of words of encouragement before you went off. Some mention yeah, about yeah, your yeah. father who's not in the picture for whatever reason. Yes, oh, exactly. literally every single yeah. time. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, even if you don't get a prize, I always, like even in Pokemon, I would just love to go back home and just like, oh, this is where he started. Oh, checking check in with mom. Checking in with mom. Yeah. Oh yeah, but whenever you check in with mom on the po- in a Pokemon game, for the most part, it's just, oh, here's the old same dialogue yeah, I that I gave you yeah, like, yeah, 80 yeah. hours ago. But that's not <laughs> the point. It's The point I'm trying to make is just as like a, using your imagination, yeah. like just. 
it's it's for your own thing just to go back home. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ease your mind, you know what I mean? aspect out of your system. And like you, you were saying, in Earthbound, it was like it was an aspect of the game. You got you got homesick, oh, and you were. That was one of my favorites. I mean, that 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 was not none of our picks, as far as I know. No, not for me. In Earthbound, you mean Mother? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's just this that one aspect. I know somewhere in the game, Ness gets homesick. And he has to call home to speak to his mom before you can progress in the game because Ness will not He always not gets attack. home. It's like getting poisoned or, or uh, sleep paralysis. or. I remember playing like 10, 15 hours into that game and still it didn't happen. Yeah, no, so you it had did. to be at one point it would have happened. No, no, you, get, you, know? you randomly get homesick and the only way to cure it is to call mom. Is to call home. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you yeah. And probably played that, that game at, at an age where, again, that just resonates mm-hmm. with you. Yeah, right. Like, Wait, you guys played yeah. that at, at a young age? No, actually, I, <laughs> no, I, play, I played like, ish. I was in like late high school, and I first emulated that game. Yeah, so, exactly. yeah. yeah. Shh, we don't talk about that. We really <laughs> always exclusively oh. talk about Shh. that. Don't, don't say the e word. Don't say. Don't say the e word. He wrote, He owns the original game, by the way. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, all the time. <laughs> so I know, Rusty. I know you wanted to talk about Pokemon Mothers. No, I didn't. I want to say who does it better than Mama? Cookie Mama. <laughs> For the DS. Oh, yeah. Yeah, always teaching you how to cook and be on your well, own and exactly stuff. That's exactly it. Your mom yeah. is like, she teaches you one of the main things in life is how to cook. She feeds you for your childhood for the mm-hmm. most part. Yep. And this game kind of like it was a mini game compilation, but it actually t- like taught you the basics of cooking, sauteing your food before <laughs> yeah. making a steak, mm-hmm. yeah, how to yeah. chop against the grain. Like it actually taught you some like valuable lessons in that game. Yeah, you got to make a foundation always, yeah. no matter which way it's sliced. You're always starting on something like oil or butter or whatever, and then throwing some vegetables yeah. into that mix, and yeah. that's just the foundation. And then you know the the. Oh, God, I hate saying this just because of the correlation, but the quote-unquote meat and potatoes <laughs> of the fucking rest of it. <laughs> was, that so, a, yeah. was that DS first? That was a yes. DS. And then it was only DS, right? right? And then it became a franchise. Oh, it came okay. out on 3DS. There's, been, there's probably a mobile game and stuff. Was there a Wii one? Yeah, there was a Wii one. So okay, that was, that so was, it did come to home console then. Okay, so that was D first. Uh, my mind is starting to water, uh, wander. Trauma Center was that on DS? That was first? a DS original. That as well. was DS. Yeah, as well. yeah. I think right. that was also on Wii though. And, and yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. it was yeah. definitely on Wii. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just trying to picture that 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 transition. How a lot back then, a lot of games went from DS and then to Wii. Yeah, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Right. So Polly. Okay, so I'm actually going to run with uh, what Arzy was saying before with the uh, the Pokemon one. Ah, one of my yes. favorite moms of all time was the mother from Gold and Silver. And there's only one reason and one reason alone. She knows that you are so fucking stupid in this game that you're going to waste all of your money yeah. doing whatever the hell you want on your adventures yeah. that she sets up this, like, side savings account for you. If yeah. you want, mind you, but fine, whatever, that she's going to take a certain uh, percentage of the money you oh, make yeah. per battle... Yeah. And store it for you. And I remember completely forgetting about it, even though it prompts you after every battle and whatever, fine. But just completely forgetting about it. And then at the Elite Four, being like, oh, I don't have any money for, like, Hyper Potions or, like, Revives or Full Heals or Mom, any of that kind of shit. can you give me money? <laughs> exactly. That was, that was totally it. It was like that high school, early college days, like, Mom, I'm out of money. Can I come home and do my laundry yeah. or, like, whatever? And you just got all this fucking money back, bought everything you needed, and plowed through the end. And it was all because of your mother with that. I completely forgot about that until you brought it up. Yeah. I completely forgot that was a thing. And it's surprising they didn't bring it back to any other Pokemon games. Yeah, it was yes. Even weird. though that, like, as the Pokemon games gone further and further, money becomes less and less useful. Sure. Because let, let's be honest, when was the last time you actually ran out of money in a Pokemon game? And you yeah, weren't just like, last oh yeah, 20 revives? Yeah, fuck, sure. Okay, I still got like... 500 yeah. yen, 100,000 yen. <laughs> yep. yep. 
Yeah, especially grinding battles and stuff. You're you're piling in that money yeah. like like nobody's business. Oh yeah, yeah. That is that, you know what that brings up a good point. Like yeah. RPGs just in general, yeah, should have that kind of system. You have inns, you have all these shops and guilds and stuff. Why yeah. is there no bank? Why is there no like optional some sort of like savings account? Money is such a big deal in those games. It's right? true. Why is there no like? Well, yeah. gain some interest no matter how far you yeah, travel. So something like that. If you start well, off um, at the beginning, you'll gain interest as time goes on. I will on, say so Fable does have investments that you could buy properties purely for speculative purposes and then actually get interest as the game goes on. Um, but I do find that that is a common problem is the gold economy in a lot of RPGs yeah. where either the money is too relevant or not relevant enough. Yes. Yeah. Um, not to just keep... Uh, pumping the tires of Breath of the Wild, but that's one of the few games that there's so many different things to do with your money. Yeah. Like, oh, whether... really? Like what? You want okay, me, you no. Want me to spoil no, it for I'm you? I'm not ruining bank? it for you so you can blame me later. I'm not doing it again. There's not a bank, but there's shit that I, you could waste your extra money on. Okay. Yeah. Let's, oh, let's there's that way. tons. So many things to do. Yeah. And also Animal Crossing, there's a whole ATM fucking mm, yeah. mortgages and mm-hmm. like that yeah. whole thing's based around money. Yeah. yeah. ATM. Too bad Tom Nook's not your dad. Yeah, Tom, Tom Nook's a fucking bastard. Yeah, he's, a, fu- he's a fucking slumlord. This is what yeah, he is. He is. He is. He's, he's a real Wolf of Wall Street. This he's a one. Fucking, <laughs> he's a fucking loan shark. Um, yeah, he's evil. <laughs> but back. Speaking of evil, I'm going to segue mothers to the other side of the spectrum uh-huh. and talk about one of the longest running and most memorable video game villains. Oh yeah, being the Mother Brain from the Metroid series. Yeah. Been there from the beginning and just like such a quintessential video game boss. Yeah, oh yeah, you have to give me a bit of the lore because it was never a metric so the mother brain is essentially just a big brain with eyes in a tube um in super metroid she has a body and legs that can kind of move back and forth but more or less is the mother of all metroids and the uh leader of of the space uh, space pirates yes she's just like this evil creature there's a little bit of lore suggesting that she may be like a rampant ai experiment with like a biological brain Uh that kind of went out that way but it's all very loose there's very little detail as far as i know but just coming back again and again and she's so just video gamey is what i love her the most like it's just she doesn't really make a lot of sense she doesn't really have a lot of personality but she does make a very convincing end boss i don't think she's ever spoken once if i'm not mistaken no, she's not a talker it's more of a ridley and uh we may have to verify that just to see because I, I there may be like just a little blurb of dialogue like like i, uh, I shall destroy you or just something like <laughs> simple, very rudimentary to the point yeah. no time wasted shooting her electric because cir- first you have to break through her tube usually and then once you break through her tube with missiles then she starts opening up all kinds of different weapons and there's energy beams shooting in different directions oh, so it's almost God. like you're in like a bullet hell shooter by the end Ooh, of it with like all kinds of her main weapon is a very slow moving ring of energy oh. they almost look like the sonic rings oh yeah so just yellow and ringy and flying through the air at you and you gotta jump and avoid them they're they're slow they're so slow moving that you can avoid them if you try hard enough so it is very bullet hell yeah. in that oriented right. Right. speaking There's of sonic what do you guys block. think of that new character that was revealed yesterday no nobody no cares. nobody no. cares you try this before the break and we're not letting it happen now sonic! <laughs> I been down for that. <laughs> did you see it yeah I think yeah it's what do you think I you think like it all right yeah, well, we'll give him two okay. minutes this is just so basically then the third character in sonic forces you got new you got modern sonic you got classic sonic and then this third tier sonic is kind of like ratchet and clanky mm-hmm. it's like um a platformer shooter sh- yeah that's a good way to describe it, actually. Kinda, yeah, right? Very ratchet and clanky, for sure. And you kind of create your own avatar, so you select uh, your color, your hairstyle, you put glasses on, you basically make yeah. your own... Yeah, it's a bit of a character creation. Yeah, yeah. 
But I'm just happy to see Sega. Like there was some talk about Sega also yeah. reviving some some old IPs that they've kind of been sitting on for for a long time. And Sega is one of those brands that's been kicking around behind the scenes for so long yeah. um, that I never wanted to see them go away completely. But they deserve to bring back some of those old IPs well, that they've been sitting like, well, on and they, bring them back well, to they life. Especially if they cold, can make like a right? 23rd uh, mostly cold by well, yeah, well, for sure. Yeah, it's mostly been Atlas work that they've been pumping you, out. Like, to be fair, I mean, they did publish um, Bayonetta, Bayonetta yeah. right? Yeah, uh, yeah Which I mean. is huge. I mean, they, they saw they the work Mad in World, that. Bad World for Wii. Bad Bayonetta. World was yeah. awesome. Any of the 7th Dragon series I believe that a lot of the RTSs, the Dawn of Wars, as well as the... I forget the... Oh, oh my god, Valkyrie Company Chronicles. of Heroes, oh. I believe those are Sega developed as well. I know they're done by Relic, but I, I think Sega has always been the publisher. The Company of Heroes was that. Oh, those oh games are great. God, See, are this so is good. the thing with Sega. They, the Dawn they of do War so is much. the exact same thing, like the exact same engine, except it's futuristic in the world uh, Warhammer 40k uh, oh, franchise. I gotta get into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As I was saying before, this is Sega's problem. They focus on these small little projects like Valkyrie Chronicles right. or uh, Seventh Dragon yeah. or Mad World or whatever it is. Of course, and then they end up being these, like, masterpieces in their genres, and then they pump all this money into fucking Sonic Boom and Sonic fucking Gener... Well, not Generation, Sonic uh, Unleashed and all that bullshit. Sonic is their flagship hero. Yeah, and they fuck it up time and time and time and time again. My favorite feeling, though, is when you play a decent game and you see, like, Sega come up in the list of developers, like... Oh, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's what I mean, right? Like I, They did something good for once. I never would, like, yeah. if, if Sega ever goes away, no matter what you think about the brand, if Sega ever goes away completely, I think for us, as a video game brand, like, it, that's, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's it would be, be such a big loss, right? Yeah. It's like losing, again, they're not as relevant today as, like, Nintendo is, but... You know, yeah. they made hardware. I grew up with Sega. Of course, every, of every course. Every Sega system, every Sega game, right? Yeah. Like, There's winners and losers. We all know between the Nintendo and Sega warfare, we know who won that. But Of course. At the same time, now that that rivalry has kind of been put aside. They're friends yeah, we, now. They we, race we together. Well. They, we, they fight Sonic together. We want Sonic and Sega Mario. to succeed. Yep. Sonic and Mario at the Winter Olympics yeah. for the fifth time in a row now. Like, yeah. Sonic is a loser, but I actually kind of yeah. like him still. Yeah. yeah, Sonic is a loser. Anyway, second round. <laughs> yes, back on track. Back on to Mr. Beanie Corkhead, Corkhole Horror Head. Hey. Uh, oh, yeah, so we want to talk about Geneva from Final Fantasy. Yes, oh, a good mother. Oh, yeah. Is she a nice mother or a bad mother? Oh, terrible um, mother. She's a terrible mother, but it's not so much. So the reason why I bring up this one was because Final Fantasy VII was um, one of the first, well, not like my first RPG, but probably the first one that I was at an age enough to really grasp the story um, and the characters and everything that was happening. And I remember that one really uh, took me for a ride because... Geneva ties into um, the stories of Cloud and Sephiroth, of right? Of course, absolutely. Um, and you find that, you know, Geneva, without getting too much into it, Geneva was like this alien being that had come down and um, was like this super powerful thing. Um, and that Sephiroth, um, his biological dad, um, had always told him that Geneva was his mom, even though he later finds out that he had like a real biological mom. Yeah. Um, but you find out that basically Cloud and Sephiroth were both made from the cells like almost like clones of this this super powerful sentient being called Geneva this alien thing that had flown Sephiroth down, was right? a clone of Geneva yes oh. yeah. um, but you find that out through the storyline but that's one of the things that makes Sephiroth go crazy okay so Sephiroth when it starts is like friends with Cloud Right, he's one of your allies. He's the greatest. Yeah, I saw Advent Children. Advent Children was a prequel, or um, Advent Children basically Did told the flash same story. No, 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 no. Advent Children the was the future. Your, uh, Crisis Core was the okay, uh, the sorry, prequel. Sorry. Yeah, 
Yeah. Crisis Core was like everyone else but Cloud and Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah, it was it was yeah. Zack. It yeah. was the story of Zack. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Final Fantasy VII itself was mostly the story of Sephiroth and Cloud and how they find out about who they are and where they come from. Um, yeah. But Jennifer is what that storyline, like what you're basically finding out through the game is, again, like how Cloud deals with what he finds out, but you're playing Cloud, right? So you're experiencing Cloud's storyline through, through kind of as you play it through. Yeah. Um, but Sephiroth's storyline is you're just a bystander. Uh, a bystander and, and Sephiroth um, loses his mind and becomes insane and goes insane based on what he finds out about Jennifer and his mom and where he comes from yeah. and that's what causes him to basically destroy everything uh, and go on that war path that he Step went on Roth, Sephiroth Sephiroth <laughs> <laughs> and that was a beautiful yeah. and I bring that yeah. one up because again it was it was kind of that was a, it was at a time in my life that playing an RPG that epic with a storyline like that and being able to grasp all that and see how that all that shit was heavy was back just, then yeah, le- yeah leaves an impression for still sure still is yeah for sure yeah no no I, I completely agree with that choice it was absolutely incredible just knowing all of that backstory between yeah. Cloud and Sephiroth and even the 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 stuff you learn about Zack and Sephiroth throughout the game yes. and throughout Crisis Core yeah. and all of that shit that obviously has so much to do with Geneva it is a perfect choice for yeah, the second. Without being a convoluted mess, too, which is, well, again, give props to, to Square. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I can go back and talk about Xenogares and about how at the time, and so, probably still today, half of it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Oh, of course, uh, but, but, you know, the complete opposite yeah. of Final Fantasy 13, <laughs> 1, 2, and yeah, 3. that like, Square Enix avoids their natural inclination to make just a jumbled mess of a story that yeah. makes no sense to anyone, yeah. props to them. Yeah. yeah. Chrono <laughs> Trigger being a fucking rare prime example. case. Yeah, yeah. Rare example, yeah. But uh, Rusty, yeah, second choice. What do you got? Yeah. So my next one is uh, Super Mario's mother. Now, what? when Mario uh-huh. was born, he was uh, taken by two Starks, and he was being delivered to his mother. But oh, on the way, yeah. something happened, and the baby was tossed into an island, and it was Yoshi's island. <laughs> oh God, no! Now Yoshi <laughs> is a species. <laughs> some of them are male, some of them are female, but this is. We're talking well, about the female Yoshi. How do you establish that some of the Yoshis are male and some are female? Well, how do they reproduce? I would, I, I see. I would argue asexually because they all yeah. they, they all lay eggs. Lay eggs. So lay does eggs. this count as a mother? In a sense, yeah, it no, could. Mother yeah. And a well, father, I mean, I yeah. There's, there's, there's not no like word by... in the English language for it, but it is. A, I would say by default, it would be a mother in an asexual situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give day. this one to Rusty. So let's let's yeah, let's so more more specifically, we're gonna go. We're gonna take it back to the prequel in Yoshi's Island. Is when basically you're raising a child the whole game, mm-hmm. and then yeah. Yeah. delivering it back. Oh, to you. Oh, oh, no, don't, don't, do, don't do that to our listeners, guys. Come on. So we've all played Yoshi's Island, and uh, oh, I love that game. It's a good game, eh? Yeah. Oh, little shit. Oh, Yoshi's oh, Island. It was. It was it's the best. It's the best Yoshi game. Easily out of all the ones that have come out, especially recently. Whether you're looking at Yoshi's Story. Uh, Yoshi's Not Island from, or DS, which is the one where you had like Wooly Donkey World Kong and uh, Princess Peach. But I and, agree, Yoshi's yeah. Island is like hold up, hold up, hold up. The top, everything else is stories one, down. One second, one second. So we had Yoshi's Island DS, which had like Wario and Donkey Kong, and I believe Princess Peach as all different babies that he had to bring around, which is like completely arbitrary. It was the most bullshit thing I've ever seen in my life. Whoa. Then there's uh, then there was also. Uh, new 
Yoshi's Island for 3DS, yeah. which was horrendous. Oh, disgusting to look at. And then an yeah. easy second uh, place with Yoshi's uh, Woolly World, which is, you know what, in, in relative terms, a great game. I like Yoshi's Story. For 64? That was the one for 64, no, right? You now, Yoshi's Story, level Yoshi story easily, we but played it differently. It was, it was a collect-a-thon. You did. We didn't know how to play fun. it. When we played Yoshi's Story, we went, we played it thinking it would be the same style as Yoshi's Island. Yeah. But if you go back and play it now, it's like a... It's like you're in a labyrinth. Every level's a labyrinth, and you got to collect all thirty items. Yeah, that was the thing, right? We didn't, became... we didn't understand that as a kid. Yeah, maybe. So no, if we sure back, we didn't. I'm sure if we go back to play uh, today and we played as it was supposed to be, we'd have a different opinion. Not saying it's still good, mm. but I'm just saying I think it's a lot better than we give it credit for. So. Yeah. See, fair enough. Yes, and what I was going to say to to counteract that is that it was a game that was not built to be explorational. Right, exploratory. I no, should say. No, it was Which more like puzzle solving. Yeah, yeah. No, it was just. It was okay. just. It was a platformer. Yes. It was. It was incredibly yeah. linear. And going yes. back Wait, what, in a world like that, Yoshi Story. No, it wasn't linear. That's what I'm talking about. Each level was like a labyrinth. It was like a maze. You okay. go through all these different you, levels. You compare that to Metroid and Castlevania. No, Symphony no. Of the okay, night that's, and that, like, that, that is apples and oranges. No, Polly. it's not. Because if we're going to make an exploratory yeah, platformer, no, you need it, to keep those in mind. Just inter- Yeah, because basically what you're saying kind of sounds like you're, you're. it's almost as if that game was in the vein of a Castlevania, Metroidvania type exactly. of game. But fell short on the making it too easy. It was, it was a collect. There was 30 melons to collect in the game. You had to sniff them out. It was a much slower paced game. We would okay. race from left to right, right, and then there was only six. There was only like six or like seven levels. I think so what Rusty is saying, not necessarily about the labyrinth exploration, but the sort of as time went on, Yoshi's games became about the collecticathon, about not just getting from yeah. A to B and finishing right, the right, level, like which memory. you can do in pretty much any Yoshi game that yes. I can think of in memory. However, it brought in the fact that, that the search and the hunt and 100%ing the levels and finding mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. is now an intrinsic part of the franchise. It, yeah. even, it even described it in the manual. We didn't read the manual in Yoshi's course, Story, but... Because we were kids. They outlined, and they are like, this is how you should be playing the game. Yeah. And, you didn't uh, read the shit out of see, your this, Pokemon manual? Oh, no. oh that no, Pokemon that manual was the best. The best no, no, no. I, I had Pokemon Power for, from Nintendo Power, and that's all I needed for those games. But getting back to my point with this, Yoshi's Story is a jack-of-all-trades and a master of none. And that's why I put it so low on the list. Uh, cool. You know what I mean? Well, anyways, probably what's your next pick? I don't feel like hearing your shit. <laughs> as Shitting it, all over Yoshi's Story. As it comes back to my turn, so you're going to have to hear my shit for at least a little bit longer. Fuck you. <laughs> um, Just my, do it! My next choice is from Zelda Wind Waker. Oh. Not necessarily a mother, but a mother in a sense. Link's grandmother in that game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah, she she yeah. was the whole reason that story even started. I mean, of course, his little sister got caught, and, you know, Ganon thought that, Ganondorf, I should say, thought that she might have been Princess Zelda and so on and so forth. But there would have been no lineage of the hero if it was not for Link's grandmother. She had the tunic. She had the shield. She had mm-hmm. everything that he needed mm-hmm. to make him the hero and really push him forward in, in on his uh, his path to destiny. And they actually know? demonstrated how much she cared for him and how much yes. she missed him when he was out on his adventures. It was amazing. It, like it, it really, truly felt like she was a living being of sorts within this world yeah. that we yeah. were experiencing. Yeah, you spend time with her in the prologue. Like, you get to know her. Yeah. You live in her house. You go to sleep in her house. Yeah, right. Yep. You, see was... her, you see her kitchen with all her ingredients. Oh, you in saw there. her get like, sad when smart. Link had yeah. to leave for the first time. Like, And then when you come back and she's, like, inconsolable for, like, the yes. longest time. Yeah. Yes. Especially with that game. It was so expressive. The art style of that game. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. That's probably my favorite one, too. 
Yeah, mine too. Eh, not my favorite Zelda, but for well, that no, for there, there, there specific were a lot of, There were a lot of shortcomings in general if you're going to compare them that way. I think yeah. as a complete package. Not as good as how, Spirit Tracks. In, in the marks it left, like, looking back now. You almost just got hit, Rusty. You almost just got hit. Spirit Tracks. Mr. Beanie Corkiel, I completely agree. I completely agree. It's just... Again, it was still in my top five Zelda games of all time, maybe top seven, but it was too easy. Yeah, the there weren't enough dungeons, and the overworld was yeah. barren. Guys, as this is shit. about mothers. We're we're losing track every time we bring up a video game. We talk about what's the best in the series. Yeah, well, so we always come on. I feel like we have to go off Mother's on this. Like, Day. We have to go off on this like, is there, conversation. Is there anything else that you want to say about? Link's no, no, no I feel like I got all of it out. She was just a fantastic mother. She raised him to be the the brave soul that he was, <laughs> and also gave him everything that he needed to be the hero of the wind. Yeah. So which one of the three of us is the hero of the wind? I am. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, he played. I, I didn't play it until us. the Wii U version. Yeah. yeah. That is yeah. My game. Props. Props. Um, so you better hold on to your dicks because this next one's a sad one. <laughs> oh no! So I'm gonna bring you to the sleepy, sleepy town of Lavender Town. Oh no! And the Pokemon Tower where oh no a ghost haunted the upper floors that you need a special item in order to see and to defeat the spirit of Cubone's mom. Oh, my chest just dropped. As Team Rocket was stealing the skulls of Cubones in exchange for money, one Cubone was protected to its mother. The Cubone managed to escape with its skull yeah. intact, yeah. but the mother, unfortunately, was murdered by Team Rocket back yeah. when they used to do shit like that in yeah, Red and Blue. When they were a real crime yeah. syndicate, yeah. when they used to yeah. being, you yeah. know, oh, we are Team Rocket, we can't beat a ten-year-old. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, back before they became fucking baby games and Giovanni got all soft and shit. And the yeah. new ones from the new game, the Dude Bros? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Team Skull? That? Don't yeah. get me started. They're hilarious. That's like... They're one of my favorites, I the street, street tops. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no. Funny. Are... I love their little like I love their little b boy stances. Yeah, okay, so you know you know those like very typical anime style thugs that you meet in literally almost oh, yeah, every yeah, anime yeah. ever. Kill they Bill. are a group of those. Like, That's yeah. all it is. Whereas team, the original yeah. Team Rocket is that nice cross in between. You know, Team Skull, which is kind of a joke. They're hilarious, but they're a yeah, joke. They're a joke, yeah. that's the um, point. I know, but on the other side, some of the ones like Team Aqua and Magma, they're like, yeah, let's end the world. Let's not think into this <laughs> at all. Let's just end the fucking yeah. world. You know, we don't need oceans. Let's just turn it all into land so we can make more money. That makes perfect logic. I know, honestly. But back to Cuba. Yeah, back mom. to Marowak. Such um... a sad, haunting story. Like, even just the music in Lavender Town setting that tone and finding out the mystery of what this evil ghost is. And even when you have the sylph scope and you see her, like, she's even puts up, like, such a fight. Like, yeah. fighting even after death to protect her child. I think yeah. that is just yeah. a, a perfect example. And the of way they portrayed it in uh, Pokemon Origins. Like, yeah, years later, yeah. That was they, so great. That was a four-episode Pokemon to represent the whole game. And one of the episodes was all about Marowak and Cubone's mom. Yes, absolutely. That's when the anime truly used to follow what actually happened in the games. Well, yeah, it was mm-hmm. a four-parter series. Oh, oh, you're talking about that. I'm, I'm just saying about, in general. With I'm like, talking about Pokemon Origins. Yeah, thing. sorry. Okay, my mistake. My mistake. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. go watch it. That, that will like sum up the... Oh, no, no. I Well, I mean, I've, I've seen cry, it. Yes. Wasn't the Marowak stuff brought up again in the new one as well? As, as part of Laura, no, not necessarily. It's it's no, more no, of a tip of the hat because they gave it a ghost type as well as a fire type. So it's one of those things where like, 
Okay, this is what happened. Yeah. Oh, this is what happened in the first. I wonder. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. One of the gyms, and they worshipped the the marijuana. It was the fire gym. Yeah, yeah. It was one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That that was the reason to why they gave Marowak its Alolan form, right? And why they gave it its typing was a throwback to the first generation with that that specific Marowak that gave her like life for her child. Yes. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, Scott, is that like um, that theory about Kaimiskan being Cubone's mother? What? Oh yeah, no. There's this whole thing where like the original Cubone was a a Kangaskhan's pup that lost its mother and then wore its oh, its yeah. skull. Oh, that's and an then potentially went on. That's an interesting theory. Hold on, that yeah. Was that a theory? Or was that not in a Pokedex somewhere? In no, 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 no. It's all fan theory at that point. Nintendo refuses to reveal how Cubone originally got its. It's a uh, mask. Gotcha. It's, you know, skull. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Oh. Cute. So, unless we have the details of... What were we betting against again? I don't remember at all. But you we will run back to this. What we were betting? No, no. We, me and him need to face off on Mario Kart 8. Yeah, we need but to... the oh. stipulations are not there. Mr. Corkhole. So, they they challenged each other to a Mario Kart duel. Yes. Can you think of some horrible penalty for the loser of this duel? Well, uh, we need to establish the rules. It's got to be a versus yeah. just us two. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I agree. Uh, no I items. Agree. Who's us Or two? items. Who's oh. us two? I would say items. Items are a necessary Ooh, part. Okay, of fine, this fine, is, fine. This is Mario Kart. This is not 1v1 me, bro. I'm just opening, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, opening exactly. discussion. So yeah, I would say items. a two-man versus. Items. No computers. I agree with that. Items. Random course. Uh, yes, random course. Selected by our two judges here. I, it may, it, it will, can you choose randomly? Well, you, you guys, you guys, you can. can yeah, no, no, I want no, you guys I th- to choose. Th- okay, well, we have miss, me and Mr. Cork You also need to course. have some sort of best of, right? There can't just be a one. Yeah, so best, of, best two out of three. I agree on Done. that. Done. Best, best two, two out of three. Out of three. Okay. Cool. That's fair. Um, uh, car, like, our, like, our <clears throat> characters... We you can pick whatever characters any you character, want, any car, any, any uh, car you want. Yeah. But you don't we need our no, no. We need our carts. I need my fucking three wheeler. I have the three wheeler. No, no, no. Let's, let's, okay. let's use the same cart. We'll use a standard cart. No, 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 no. That's no, no. not fair. I, you have to play. We need to be our best. No, me and you need to be our best because you have to pick the cart before you know the stage. Exactly. It's not planned out. Exactly. You have to decide. Do I want to do an all rounder because it may be a super curvy stage? Maybe you're gonna end up on Neo Bowser. Yeah, and you have to pick your thing so that you. Can there be no bullshit being like, oh, it wasn't my card off? I had my card. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I have, I well, have we my don't card. Have our cards. So, uh, no, no. Like, I have. I already have my card selected. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm I have doing the Ludwig. One second. I don't use three wheelers. No, I'm sick for him. One second. I have Ludwig with the three wheeler, the red wheels, and if I'm not mistaken, I can't remember which one I choose, but it's the one that gives me a little more fucking top speed and a l- little less acceleration for the air glider. Yeah, the air gliders are like the least important thing. Like, well, they are, but it's just what I uh, normally I choose. Oh, I'm always Waluigi, so I'm okay. Waluigi. Yep. Um, I use, like, a purple, super f- fast race car. Okay. I don't know if you have that yet. I, I don't think, think I do. I don't think you do. Maybe you playing... do. Well, you're going to have to deal but with not, it. I, uh... Are we talking about on 8 uh, Deluxe? Yeah, We're playing yeah. eight deluxe. I use the, the latest on Switch. I use the Inkling for when I played you last, so I'll use that. You know let's let's leave it for the Facebook page. If it doesn't happen on this vacation, it's not a huge deal. Oh no, we're doing it right now. Yeah, we're okay, doing, then fine. I'm, in. Me I'm in. I am Mr. in. Mr. Beaky, what do you think yeah, would we, be the best need... possible penalty for the loser? Yeah. Oh. I, I think something has to be announced in the podcast in the form yeah. of some embarrassment. Well, outside of continual public shaming from now until we forget. Yes, because uh, it will be brought up repeatedly. There needs to yes. be some other form of punishment because there's a lot of Mario Kart shit talking going on here <laughs> and is. I think if there's going to be a line drawn in the sand yes. it needs to be a nice thick one that everyone can see from a mile off. Yeah, I agree. Oh, wait, what I controller, what controllers are we using? 
uh, I have my pro, and you can just go fuck yourself oh, for the rest of it. Okay. I think just any time in the podcast, until we could find something else to say, the person who's the victor gets to say, I am the Mario Kart master. And then As the Mario Kart the master. The loser must I... say, yes, I love you, master. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I agree. I think we need more than that. That's just, that's just like an aesthetic thing. Yeah, no, but this could come back forever. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I think of the long game here. <laughs> I think it's like if we have a point that we're trying to, like, if we come in an argument and we can't decide, then we can use our, our victory cards be like, I, I won, But only so. once, then, if that's the case. If it's going to be something once that episode, heavy. No, 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 I am the host. Once. I've made a decision. There's also going to be a shame picture on the Facebook page. Fine. And that is the end. Hold on. Shh. This is my show now. Are you still okay? Yeah, we are still recording. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but... Let's, now we have the you know, bet decided, and we will hear about this sure enough. Of yeah. course. Polly, would you tell us where they could find us? Absolutely. So, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and PodBay. If you guys want to contact us in any other way, even if you want to know what's going on in our lives as the group, if you want to know if there's going to be any delays on episodes like ones we just had. We should have recorded on Sunday, but of course we were on vacation. It is now Wednesday? If I'm not mistaken, Thursday. 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 Sorry, Thursday. It is now Thursday. We're recording now. Again, we are very sorry about that, but we will post all Get those over updates it. and have posted those updates on our Facebook page. Guys, thank you again for listening. We truly appreciate it. And let's thank, on, you know, a couple days late, our dear mothers. Yeah, yeah. of course. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Love you love so much. much. Love you, love you, love you. They'll uh, never listen to this. And Arzy. <laughs> See?